Hello, friends. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Happy Monday. Yes. Happy Monday. Uh, please, if you are getting on, say hello. Uh, let us know. Everyone. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do this broadcast earlier today. Uh, <laughs> because of everybody praying with Invictus. I forgot about that. Um, okay, well, we will get right into this. And if you are catching up later, please say hello in the comments. Leave your thoughts. Uh, love to, to hear what you all are thinking. Uh, I want to talk this morning about discipleship. But before, before we get there, I, I want to... Uh, discuss importance, uh, uh, important, urgent, and significant. These these are, are words that are kind of thrown around, and, and we don't often think about what we're actually saying when we use these words. And th there are uh, some important things that we have to take care of, but what is actually the things that we need to be doing that move us forward, that actually take us into into what it is that God's calling us to. And if we think about these things, the important things, and, and you can look at these things in different ways. Um, in terms of your household, it's important to make sure you pay the bills. You need to have your bills paid. It's not a surprise that these things come up, but they are important to take care of. You can't just let them slide. And so those are, those are important things. You need to pay the bills, but those things don't carry you anywhere. They don't move you forward in, in your life. They are a, a, a sustaining piece of, of life that just needs to happen. So those things are important. Then there are, are urgent things that are really looking to pull your attention and, and grab you and, and suck you in right now. And typically urgent things are things that are thrust upon you from somebody else. Something comes up in, in their life and it's urgent to them and they want it to be urgent for you and they want you to take care of this problem. They want to take the urgency off of themselves and place it on you. And when I was thinking about talking to, uh, about this, this subject and leading into uh, where it is we're going this morning, I, I was thinking about my own kids when they talk about being hungry. They come to my wife, Tiffany, and say, I'm hungry. and and it would be an urgent thing for them. They, they want this, this hunger solved now. And oftentimes they, they would have just eaten recently, snack, meal, whatever it is. But they're, they're hungry. They're saying, I'm hungry. And she's like, you're not hungry. You can't be hungry. You just ate. But this is an urgent problem. They're wanting to take that problem and, and thrust it on somebody else. And so it becomes urgent for you. So whatever it is you are, are doing at that time, now you have to shift focus away from that and onto this, this urgent problem that has been thrust upon you. And these are not always things that you need to be taking on. Urgency for somebody else does not mean urgent for you. And you have to be able to discern these things. What's urgent for me in this moment? What needs my attention right now? Oftentimes the urgent things that are are trying to be pushed upon you are not urgent for you right now. And, and one of the things we should be looking at is, uh, is significance. 
the significant things that we do, these are the things that move us forward. These are the things that start to, to carry us into calling, carry us towards promise. The, the important things are, are those things that we, we have to take care of. They're just sustainment stuff, urgent things. Often those things are, are things that are trying to be pushed on us as urgent, but the significant things. This is where our, our attention should be, is on what are these things that are significant that I am partnering with God that is carrying me into calling, that's, that's pushing me forward. And right now, that, uh, that thing that we know here in Unedited Life that is significant for the body of Christ is discipleship. This is a significant thing that we need to be putting attention on. And in the, uh, unfortunately, some of the, the forms of discipleship are not pushing people towards Jesus. They're not pushing uh, them towards transformation to look more like Christ. They're not pushing people to replicate the kingdom and expand the kingdom. Last week, uh, the, the thing that was, was one of the things spoken over us here was about replication. The word replicate was used three times in succession. Replicate, replicate, replicate. And that has everything to do with discipleship. And we know this is a, a huge piece with, with the way uh, culture is going right now, with, with the, the things that are happening in our society uh, here in the States and, and even around the world. It, this, is, this is much the same issues going on. But there is a challenge that's coming up against truth. And the challenge against truth is, is also a, a significant thing that we need to be looking at. But we start to be able to, to work this problem by looking at and, and putting attention and, and significant effort into discipleship. This, this is what is going to replicate the kingdom. This is what is going to carry us forward is discipleship. We have to really be focused on what this looks like and, and ensure that in discipleship, we are not discipling people to ourselves, but discipling them to Christ. So this is where you are bringing them. You're, you're, you're laying it out there. You're, you're, you're challenging. You're not uh, uh, giving. Uh, what's the what's the word here? You're not giving the 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 warm, fuzzy things uh, in, in words that are just going to make people feel good. Making, making people feel good, making them happy, that's not on us as, as people who are, are discipling others towards Christ. They get to choose uh, a joy and, and they get to find that in Christ. But there is, there is a challenging piece to this, and it is difficult to, to really push people to be that one that says, uh, I will challenge. I, I will push you. I can see the significance of what it is that I'm doing. And I can see the significance for your life. And I, I want to bring you into that. I want you to see that as well. We're not saying that important and urgent things don't come up. However, the significant things should be where the majority of our attention lies. And right now that has to be in discipleship. It has to be. 
We're not going to do the world any good. We're not going to do the kingdom any good in expansion if we aren't uh, being discipled and, and making disciples. And so uh, I, I want to look at Matthew 28, the, the, the very end, the, the subtitle here is the Great Commission. And so uh, Matthew 28, uh, starting in verse 16, it says, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. This uh, right here is, is an interesting piece. Some doubted. The, the footnote in the, the, this study Bible says that some doubted probably refers to people other than the 11. Well, I don't buy that because this section is, is talking about the 11. It says the 11 disciples went to Galilee and to meet on the mountain that Jesus had directed. So there is doubters among them. I'm sure there's people that followed the 11 around because they knew there would be an encounter somewhere along the way. However, some doubt it. They have seen all of these miracles throughout Jesus's ministry. They've seen him heal people. They have seen him raise people from the dead. But they didn't, didn't understand his words when he spoke plainly to them about his crucifixion, about his, his burial and resurrection, that they still doubted. They worshipped him, but some doubted. So it's interesting to me that this is still, still doubt lingering there, even after all they've seen, even after all he said, there's still some doubt and unbelief. And Jesus came to them, came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So he doesn't address the doubt. He just continues on with what it is that he has to say to them what it is that he's calling them into. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So he he addresses them and tells them that all authority in heaven All authority on earth, all of it has been given to him. And because of that, he wants them to go and make disciples of all nations. Now, this make disciples of all nations, this is is something that with a a worldview of a, a first century Jew, they would start to understand all the nations. They would start to think back to to Babel when God took all of the people, scattered them, and the nations were were created at this time. And all of these nations needed to hear the gospel. They needed to be brought back into the family. And that started at at Pentecost when uh, the Holy Spirit came and the disciples came out of the upper room and they started preaching and speaking in tongues and all of the the Jews that were there from all over the known world at the time would hear this message and become converts and start to take that back to the nations, to all of the nations. And now they they didn't have an understanding of, of 
how big the world was in other nations at this time. So they thought they knew where that would would go. But this is this is the command right here. Go, therefore, and make disciples of the nations. And in so doing, how you're doing that, you're baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And so they're, they're to go to, to all the nations. They're to make disciples of the nations. So this is the significant thing that we've been commanded to do. We've been commanded to go into all the nations and make disciples, not make converts who are pointing towards us and, and wanting people to, to see us and put us on the platform and, and lift us. But no, but to lift Jesus and to put them, uh, uh, set them up to be disciples of him. That's the command. And we're doing so through baptizing and teaching. And we're teaching them to to uh, observe all that Jesus commanded. And, and when you look at his, his commands, there is um, a, a pretty short list. Yes, he talked about a lot of the Ten Commandments in his Sermon on the Mount, but there are some things that he, he actually gave his commands. And, and one of those is to love God with, with all your heart, all your soul, your mind, your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. We know that these are, are commands there. And uh, he also gave the command to, to when he healed people, you know, and, and even, even outside of that, repent and turn from your sins. And then there was also the, the command to follow him. Yes, that could be looked at as an invitation to, to come and follow me. But it looks to, to me, if we are talking about discipleship, follow me becomes a command. If, if we are commanded to go and, and make disciples of the nations, the command from Jesus to follow me doesn't look as much like an invitation anymore. And, and thinking about that, we know that, that this is what is significant. And we know that he is with us in this, in this command, in, in carrying this out. He is with us. This age hasn't ended, so he's still with us. Have Holy Spirit guiding us and, and teaching us. But there is there is an element of, of what each of us has been given in, in gifts and what we are anointed to carry and offer to the world in kingdom expansion that we need to be sharing with one another. There is a, an element of sharpening and discipleship in oneness in, in the, the community of, of local believers that are coming together and, and sharing what it is that uh, God has been doing in their lives, what he's been saying to them, how he's been instructing them, what he's been carrying them, carrying them through and, and to what they've seen, what, what experiences they have to help build the faith of others. There, there is an element of discipleship in that. But the element that we need to make sure that is there also is that challenge, is the, the, the pushback on things. And, and, and I know I need it. I certainly do in certain areas. At certain times, I need a pushback on things. Because we have, we can have a hard time in our own 
perspectives, looking at our own lives and our own experiences. And it can be a very narrow perspective. And sometimes we need people to come in on the backside of that to, to help broaden that focus. Because we may have just at, at times chosen not to look at something from a, a, another perspective. Because we just can't imagine that is, is possible. And, and we need, this, this is why hiddenness and isolation, <clears throat> excuse me, and oneness is so dangerous. Because it, it, it doesn't offer others to speak into the perspective that we aren't looking from. We get into our own narrow perspectives and we want to say that, that that's what it is. That's all it is. It couldn't be anything else. Me feeling stuck right now couldn't be anything else than me just being out of the will of God. Rather than possibly, maybe I'm not stuck. Maybe I'm placed somewhere. Maybe I'm placed here right now. And because I am uh, misinterpreting what's going on or, or not understanding what it is that, that God is wanting to uh, train me in or equip me with, I, I'm missing that thing. Because my perspective is that I'm stuck rather than I'm placed here. So th this is this is a, a, a aspect of discipleship that becomes significant. Again, th this is why I talk about the difference between important, urgent, and significant. Because the significant is what is pushing us forward. It is what is, is moving us to be transformed to be more like Christ. What is it that is it, 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 that Holy Spirit is calling significant in your life right now? This is something that we need to be looking at. What are the things that Holy Spirit is asking of us that are actually going to move us forward? Where we are actually going to be able to see the fruit come from that that action there are there are those little actions those those immediate things that you can can do and those immediate actions you can take that are, are going to bear some fruit but what that those those things are just building momentum for you to carry on and and, and really push you forward these these are the, the small things that you can build on yes I took action here I took a step I took another step. Now I'm able to start running and I'm seeing these significant things. I'm focused on what, what Holy Spirit is saying is significant right now. Taking care of the important, deciding whether uh, uh, this urgent thing that is being pushed on me is actually urgent for me or if it's just urgent for somebody else. Because urgency for, from somebody else and not for me is, is not a problem that I should be taking on. Replicate, replicate, replicate. This is, this is where we are at. Discipleship has to be the significant thing. If you are, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, maybe longer. Don't, don't hold me to that because I'm terrible with figuring out when we talked about things. But we did talk about discipleship. And we, and, uh, and I know uh, 
pretty sure Angie talked about this on a Friday. Um, who are you being discipled by? Are you are you in a, a relationship with somebody where you are being discipled? Where you're being pushed, where you're being challenged, where you're being asked to see what is significant, and then to take action towards that. And then who are, are you discipling? She talked about uh, reaching up and reaching back. I, I believe that's what how Angie put that. And so um, th this, is, this is the significant thing right now. We have to really be looking at this. We have to really be looking at what it is Jesus taught, what it is he commanded, we have to be willing to, to challenge and call sin, sin. With, without fear of man and, and thinking that, um, what if I get canceled? Oh my gosh, I could get canceled if I, if I call this thing out in society as sin. The significant thing is discipleship. That this is this is a, a point that we cannot emphasize enough. Replicate, 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 and it, ensuring that you are replicating Jesus Christ and expanding the kingdom. Yeah, who has the power to cancel what the Lord has promoted or prompted? Promoted or promoted? Yeah. Yeah, it's this this is <laughs> this is another one of those things we have to be careful of is is fear of man versus fear of the Lord. Who are you concerned with pleasing? If you're concerned with with pleasing people, your level of discipleship is going to be low. If you're concerned with uh, pleasing God, then it's going to be high. All right, that's that's all I got for today. Focus on the significant. Look, turn your attention towards what is significant and what's going to carry you forward. Have the conversation with Holy Spirit. What we view as significant may not be significant to him. And so what is he saying? Love you all. Have a great week. We'll see you Wednesday.